Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's football time in the bluegrass. You're listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Can you hear me now? Good. That means you're listening to the KSR Football Podcast. I'm Nick Roush with Freddie Maggard, Charles Walker, Drew Franklin. Freddie, you have a look of disgust on your face right now. I'm just exhausted. It happens. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disgusted. I'm. I'm just tired. But yeah, I'm fired up. Drew's here, and, and Charles and Nick, and we're going to talk about this football game. And Justice Dental. And, and Justice, Justice Dental. Dental. They're never tired of Justice Dental. No, they're working around the clock to keep your teeth in great shape. They got Absolutely. two locations in Lexington. If you don't have a dentist, you got to check them out now. And I'm actually considering making them my new dentist because my old one says your insurance is no good here anymore. Mm. Oh, Go wow. see Doc Thompson, that. man. Yeah. They might be a little busy this week because I think LSU's whole team went there after getting their teeth kicked in Saturday. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, uh, great stuff. Uh, you should check them out every week. Man, it's got to be pretty embarrassing to play football for the Louisiana State University Tigers. Mm. I mean, you're you're seeing the Wildcats do your dance in the end zone. They're playing your song mm. at Kroger Field. Mm, that was a tough look. I mean, somebody did the gritty. Dare yeah. did. Dare the transfer. Oh, like wow! Through, I missed that. Like through the end zone. Not oh. not a little gritty. The into, like should have been a flag. Honestly, it was a full on <laughs> NFL celebration. Wow, He's, a taunt. It was a full on NFL taunt because we've yeah. seen that call one too many times already. He was skipping, just grittying, gridding, gridding. I don't know. Gridding. drive through the end zone. But you know what? I don't feel bad for LSU fans. Okay, they. I saw more Odell Beckham jerseys than Joe Burrow jerseys. They're idiots. Who? What? what why? Why? What did? It, what championship did Odell Beckham win you? Joe Burrow, much much better. He's still a loser though. I I don't feel bad for any of the LSU fans who drove up to Cincinnati to watch them just <laughs> oh miss my. seventeen field what goals. What was that? <laughs> nice zero and two weekend for our friends from Baton Rouge. I mean, I've never seen so many field goals. Missed. I couldn't believe it. And one of the, uh, the Bengals guy celebrated like he made it. Yeah, <laughs> Did you see that? that was a tough, tough, tough. Oh, watch. that yeah. was hysterical. Oh, Drew Franklin man. had a tweet of the day about it. Did you see it? Uh, uh-uh. uh. 
I don't remember. About Austin McGinn. Oh, yeah, Austin would have made all of them, all yeah. four, and then the fifth one. Yeah. Crosby, man, I mean, that's a name. That's a guy we all know is someone who used to have success, some success. That was hard to watch. He, it was kind of like Guskowski last year for your Titans where you're, you're used to seeing him awesome. Mm-hmm. And then he keeps missing, and it made it even worse when he took off his helmet and you saw the gray hair, and you're like, oh, well, that's because he's a bag of bones. Like, he's I, well, old. I was about to bring that up. I was sitting here at KS Bar and Grill when he took off his helmet, and I was like, oh, my God, he is so old. So we looked it up, and he is my age. So that actually <laughs> made me feel very old. Crosby? Yeah, I think he's got me I by mean, a year, that, but that still, hair, that hair though. was solid oh, white. Man, he looked like he was 55. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Nothing, Nothing's but when you're a being. kicker. Yeah, and Just when you're and when you're missing, I'm a 55 year old NFL like, like, player. He should keep his helmet on, like in the. Uh, you miss a kick, just keep the helmet on a little bit longer, you know. Because when you make the long field goal, people are like, "Wow, can you believe that old man can, has still got mm-hmm. it?" But then when you miss it, they're gonna be like, "Wow, that old man is washed up. He should never try kicking football again." Well, he should retire. Which, by the so way, I should coach him. I've got. Uh, look, before we get into how great Saturday night's game is, I want to briefly pick a few bones with the fine folks at Kroger Field. First things first, they had a guy try to kick a field goal for a Chevy. <laughs> they made him kick a 50-yarder. <laughs> yeah, that's Some ridiculous. Some random guy in fat and jeans. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> a 50-yarder. A 50-yarder. Like, all right, 35, that's still a pretty that's, tough kick. Yeah. Like, I, I – I've made 35-yard field goals. I, but I'm, you've been around ball your whole life. This guy, he kicked a 50-yarder. It hit the end line. Like, he made it 40 yards. And it, I thought that was pretty impressive in itself. Absolutely. But they, you could pull 59,800 people from the stands, and none of them could even kick a 40-yarder. You could put Matt Ruffalo out. Yeah, he I make, think what, the, six, five, six out of ten? No, no, he's making ten out of ten. I mean, Spicy that's, Italian that's, meatball is making ten. That's a hard field goal. But, but Absolutely. I mean, there were guys just straight out of the crowd. Probably uh, had a good time tailgating. Was I mean, it on an angle? Was it straight ahead? It was straight ahead off a tee. That's probably harder. Which is even harder. Like there yeah. was nobody holding it. Yeah. It was the little kickoff. Yeah. I, th- terrible contest. Like it, you got to at least make it winnable. Uh, fine folks at Kroger Field. Secondly, where's our damn coffee? All right. <laughs> <laughs> no coffee in the press box. Oh my gosh. We, Nick we, and I were struggling. It was. <laughs> it was. We had, we had to do the thing where we went to the concourse at halftime. We found some coffee, though, and thanks to the fine woman who – didn't catch her name. Yeah, she really hooked us up. It was, it was life-saving. She had just yeah. made a fresh pot, you know, at 9.30 p.m., so we were excited <laughs> to see her. Nice. People were dumbfounded. They're like, what are you all doing <laughs> out here? Do you want a beer? No, we need coffee. Yeah, some of us have jobs. We can't just watch football all Saturday. Man, it would be a great time to not have a job, though, and just watch football Saturday because Kentucky put it on him from start to finish. It was an absolute clinic, and unfortunately the scoreboard makes it look closer than doubling them up, but it was an absolute clinic. The Cats slayed the Tigers, and what was even more remarkable is that it was a game in which when you talked about the like script, like, you know – like it, it was almost like the uh, if you heard some you know a lot of folks in our line of duty, Freddie, the easy kind of go to be like you know what LSU's reeling. If if Kentucky goes out and punches them in the mouth early, they might LSU might completely unravel. So what happened? Kentucky punches the mouth early. We got a DeAndre Square strip sack. Mm-hmm. Josiah Hayes coming in, making a nice awareness yeah. to get the ball, fumble recovery. Kentucky goes down and scores. And here's the thing too. The refs try to take him away. 
And Kentucky said, by God, we're not letting them take away our touchdowns. Charles, Charles oh rewatching the play. I'm he was the so play right now. Did you did you did you forget? Did you no, get a I don't know. Just, no, I know this one. You're right though. It was a great start to the game, especially being a turnover. When all year, you know, it's been the complaint, you got to fix the turnover battle for a game of that magnitude. And you get a strip right there at the 50. What mm-hmm. just minutes into the game, that really, really, really set the tone. And to add to it, you have that play at the end zone where I, I mean, Isaiah coming. I mean, this was a Chris Rodriguez at Auburn situation all over again, yeah, where the dudes caught the ball in the end zone. And they str- that, that, I, I don't understand. I didn't finally get a good angle until I got home on that one. And I was, it was, we'd already won, so I didn't have a reason to get mad. But that was 100% That's, a yeah. touchdown. It's one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Really bad. I mean, really, really bad. I was okay with taking the targeting away. I don't know what you want that guy I'm to do. Okay but that the ball was in away, the end but it was a reception. <laughs> yeah. He took three steps, was tackled, was laying on his back. Has on his chest. Has on his chest, and the ball comes out. They moved it back and said, you know, second and ten. I went, what just happened? I <laughs> yeah. couldn't really hear because they're mics. Also, Crokerfield, the, the rest mics weren't working. Can, can we so, get, I'm like, what's we, going on? The crowd was too loud. We're not going to complain about only mics. Thing I heard was, was too loud. That's true. <laughs> the only thing I heard was second down, I'm like, okay. It wasn't just Crokerfield's on the TV, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't hear him. But then, but then Mark Stoops does uh, what none of us predicted he would ever do. Oh, especially coming out of that timeout. Like, I wait, mean, that was – I would have bet the house he'd take the three there and oh, go yeah. play defense. I love it because we're in an age of analytics, and a lot of people in our business want to write novels about analytics. Mark Stoops like, go away there, kid. <laughs> I feel this. I'm going to go for it. Yeah. You know, it's a gut feeling. A lot of times you can feel your team and also – Analytics don't account for the fact you trust your defense. Yeah. You, you don't make it. You give them the ball back, you're going to get it right back. Yeah, they're on the two. Yeah. Let's talk about the play. I mean, just two. Oh, was Rig was wide open as well. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, wide open. Beautifully that, designed. That little Liam Cohen magic, baby. And, and what I like, too, is, I mean, it set the tone. It showed that Stoops is saying, we're going to kick this team's ass. Yeah. All right? And it starts right here. We're going to get in the end zone. And also, to go back a week, the decision-making the previous week on fourth and two, you know, there was some hemming, there was some hauling over what to call that wildcat, the boo. They struggled in those short yardage situations. This was a, all right, we've got a fourth down play we like. Yeah. Just go go run it. That, that I, play was made on preparation. I feel like me and Mark Stoops have never been on the same page. And I'm not saying I'm the correct one. In fact, I'm probably incorrect every time because he's the one paid to coach football. But every time I think they should kick the field goal – or. This really happens. But anytime I think they should go for it, they kick the field goal. And then I actually wanted the three there, and he goes for it. Anytime I'm trying to predict what he's doing, I seem to be way off. But I, I'm glad he did. And obviously after we saw it, we knew he had a play in mind that would work. We, the game was obviously a route in, in context with what UK does to teams, right? It wasn't a close game. Can we talk about the route in the coaching department of this football game? Yes, From please. head coaching, Mark, Stu- Mark Stoops makes the decision to go for two. Or go, or, or go for it on fourth down, touchdown. Yep. Coach O, with the best kicker in America, goes for it and doesn't get it with Cade York on the sideline. You're going to get three points there, and it's still a tight game. So, head coaching-wise, preparation, motivation, execution, Mark Stoops just really took it to O. O is a generation or a breed of head coaches that there's now only two in major college football that have never been coordinators that are just cheerleaders, rah-rah guys. Dabo Sweeney has never been a coordinator, is not an X and O guy. He brings his own guts that. and runs down the hill, right? Mm-hmm. If he doesn't have a generational quarterback, what goes on there? Pete well, Venables is, uh, saves his butt, right, through paying three million a year. Coach O's in the same, butt, same boat. Motivation guy, never been a coordinator. 
looked lost on the, on the sideline to me on television. And then you get into the coordinator matchups. Brad White against Jake Peets should have been illegal because <laughs> Brad White just took him to school and said, okay, Junior, sit in the corner. This is my ball game. On the other side, Lee and Cohen against Durante Jones was even worse of a route. Yeah. Two, no in, adjustments. And Jones was supposed to be kind he, of like Cohen. Like, he's this NFL guy. He's had not called him in a defense there. in 16 years. But yeah. when, you, when you are a rah-rah guy, not an X and O head coach like Dabo and Coach O, you are so reliant on your coordinators. This blew me away. Coach O didn't even interview the coordinators that he hired in 2020. Just hired them without an interview. Those guys are gone, and you replace them with Pete, who is an NFL guy and, and got coffee for Brady at Carolina, and you bring Jones in from the NFL, hadn't called the defense in 16 years. What are you expecting? If a head coach doesn't have a strong X and O presence, you're relying on your coordinators. I thought Cohen and Brad White absolutely whooped the crap out of Pete and Jones. Man, the – some of the plays, too, that Cohen dialed up were – like the fake toss. Oh, that was awesome. And then Justin Rigg is just trying. I mean, like people were 20 yards away. Yeah. Did nothing but green grass around Slow. him. I mean, he could have ripped a fart and nobody would have smelled <laughs> yeah. it. At least for me, Cohen needed a good game. I mean, I wasn't – I'm not down on Cohen, but, you know, the offense has had some Bad. games where yes. they didn't look good. Yes. And, you know, I wanted to see a little more. We've been built up and heard all this, you know, Rams this, Rams that. He's young, wants to get after it. Still hadn't really seen that full game except for that first week. And then yeah. to do it against LSU, like I said, I was never off of Lynn Cohen, but it got me really excited that we saw him kind of hitting Absolutely. on all cylinders there for a while. And, and my final point on, on the head <clears throat> coaching aspect, what is a head coach in charge of? Mark Stoops is heavily involved with the defense. He was a highly successful coordinator. But your head coach is in charge of culture, personality, and identity of the program. Kentucky has a culture, has an identity, and a personality. LSU does not. It's a collection of individual talent. Really good does, individual it, talent. That, 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 that underachieves and underperforms. Let's just be honest here. The, the boot tape. I mean, I hate to kick, it, to kick them on that because I respect LSU. I, I love their fans, nicest fans in the world, but Cook it is food. what it is. I mean, yeah. Kentucky whipped their tails in every aspect of the game of football. You mentioned the fans. I rode the shuttle over uh, to the game, and it was mostly LSU fans on the bus – and even in the, you know, this is an hour before kickoff, uh, you could just tell they, they weren't respecting Kentucky. Yeah. There were a few Kentucky fans talking about we're going to win this, and they're rolling their eyes like, all right, enjoy your fun now. We're LSU. And they, they showed up cocky. Now they weren't – I enjoyed them too. Yeah. I know we met a lot of them. They weren't bad. But you could tell they were coming to this game still thinking it was going to be old Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that individual talent, we saw it in garbage time. Butte had a cra he had a couple catches. The one touchdown catch that wasn't neighbors. Butte. Na yeah. Neighbors. That was nuts. Well, you, you have four true freshman receivers that are all four and five stars. Yeah. Then you have Butte that got hurt and I really hope that he comes back. I love him as a player. Mm -hmm. Hope he hope he comes back. Man, hope he comes back hey, to a program that cares about him. You know, and I know one that would care about him. I do and too. would love to see him yes. make more plays in Lexington next year. Just throwing yeah. that out there, Butte. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Is that, is LSU, that, an, is that L an option? LSU players have done very well very in the transfer well. portal in Kentucky. So, uh, I, I, by all means. Hey, did you like Rosenthal dancing in the end zone? Oh, Gosh, yeah. So great. I mean, so good. I mean, and then just, 
I mean, I know Bossman was last year, but he actually has done interviews with the Cowboys where he brags about – he even said it was the best decision of my life to go to Kentucky from LSU. Yeah. If you have Rosenthal dancing on LSU, I really think this can start a trend. I mean, mm, you have yeah. two proven guys who have, have loved that move that they made. Man, just bring it. Let, let's, let's keep this train rolling. Uh, Freddie, you mentioned uh, – or no, it was you, Drew, who mentioned Cohen – this was a good get-right game. Yeah. He kept yeah. saying last week, when things are going to click, it's going to be special. And I was I was kind of ready to just make this an hour of saying, I told you so, Freddie. Because you admittedly were – I was tough on him. Yeah. Listen, it's, I, it's, like, it's probably the harshest I've ever heard. You, all the people who say, Freddie with his blue glasses, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Freddie, <laughs> you were tough on him. And then it was almost like they were like – Oh, what, what were you saying, Freddie? It was yeah. like they took it. It was the Michael Jordan. I took I that personally. I said it, and I will say it again today if this was last week. Because I was, just, I was just analyzing numbers. Numbers are black and white. There's no negotiation in the fact that Kentucky was scoring 1.5 touchdowns over the last two games. There was no negotiation that, that, that uh, uh, Will Levis had thrown for 102 and, and whatever, 70-something yards against Florida. I was expecting a lot more from the offense, and, and I, I wasn't critical. I was just being obvious and objective. It had not played well in the last in, in before LSU. And then they got right. They in got the most right. Getting right way possible. Levis has five total touchdowns, yeah. three through the air, yeah. two on the ground, and he made some. Heck, even he only had three incompletions. The one was the Isaiah Cummings pass we talked about, and then the other one, uh, another one throwaway. That that ball to Wandale. Yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, and the Gosh. throwaway. That that was yeah. it. completed. What eighty two percent of his passes. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. very and, good. That throw it, to the Wandale, even though he didn't catch it. I mean, he had his fingertips on it. That's the best throw I've yeah. seen Will Levis make, but including talk, that open practice where he was hitting everybody. We talked about it at length in the pregame show. I said Will Levis is not a, he's not built to be Peyton Manning. He's more built to be Josh Allen of Buffalo. Let him play football. Let him get hit in the yeah. mouth early. Let him just play the football game. Relax and run around and be creative. And he did that. I thought he played, even though he only threw for 145. I did. I, win the, I won the under on that, 150 yards. Yep. But I think his athleticism and his toughness and his leadership, and I can't remember who said it, his NIL, his marketing is creative, fun, and brilliant. Bring that to the football field. And I didn't see that against South Carolina and Florida. Yeah, just little, the creativity, just him having fun. Wound. Yeah. Yeah. So and in this I'll I'll end it with this. I I'm I'm not I'm not normally is that actually this probably bad English. You're good. Rough on student athletes. But if NIL is involved, you, you get into a different category with, with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna evaluate you a little tougher because you're making a lot of money playing this game. Just like the NFL, you, you evaluate NFL players different than college. I evaluate dudes with NIL a little bit differently than I do the others. And to your point about him having fun again, how about that spin move? Loved it. <laughs> Loved oh, the man, that, that entire run, but that spin. <clears throat> yeah. And if he could have stayed it. on his feet, that's SC top ten. Loved it. Yeah. But he 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 is that team's offensive. Spark plug, their personality, their fire, you know, because a lot of the dudes are, are quiet in the nature. Fortner said, what, 12 words since he's been on campus? You know, he's a leader. Wandell is, is not very vocal. That vocal leader is Will Levis, and Saturday's what I've been wanting to see and from him. Not the 500, 400-something yards against ULM. I mean, it's ULM. In a meaningful game, to take the offense, put it on his back, run the football, which he does extremely well, be incredibly accurate in the short to intermediate throws, 
that's the Will Levis that I've been wanting to see, and he came through, Charles. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that creativeness starts with Liam Cohen as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, And I, one throw that we – because I think the big thing with him is just getting him going. Yeah, getting hit. It, getting hit and then throwing a laser. Yeah. That third and nine to that Epps. he threw to Epps. Yes. Yeah. Like, that that was a huge play for for Epps, for Levis, for, for the offense in general to build some early confidence. Because, I mean, I, I feel like that's what a lot of this is, Chuck. And, man, you can't give this offense as much confidence as possible because they need it going into that Georgia game. Yeah, absolutely. And I think – Again, going back to Liam Cohen's play calling, when you can have a fourth and two with two wide-open receivers and or running backs, tight ends, whatever you want to call it, pass catchers, that just builds it all up. And it, it, The big moments that happened on Saturday were what? You know, 15 to 1 in regards to which team was making that big play at that mm-hmm. crucial moment. And we did it all game long. Both sides of all three Both, sides. Yeah, absolutely. Best, oh, yeah. best special teams game Their of the punter year. could boot it too. Yeah. Oh, good fella. Mm. 46 yeah, yards he, punting. Yeah. Ruffalo, uh, six for six or seven or six for six on PATs. Chance poor, seven for seven and kickoffs into the end zone. Yeah. How funny was that segment where Kentucky, it's fourth and six, Kentucky punts it to the 14, but LSU's offsides. All right, let's go try and get them to jump off sides. And there's a lot of like, <laughs> which should have been off sides on them. I don't know. Yeah, like, what did someone said that the ball didn't move a little bit on our center? But, but Fortner did the yeah. thing to move once the other person. Yeah, that, that was another call I didn't like. And, yeah. and if they're if a defense is mimicking an offensive call. That's a flag. It's a it's yeah. a delay of game penalty on the defense. Yeah. So if you're a clapping team, if the defense is clapping, but I, I mean it's such a judgment it's, call. Yeah, absolutely. But then so Kentucky then gets backed up five yards. You put it again, and it's the same exact spot. Yeah, that was funny. I, I enjoy the dumb little things that happen in our sport from time to time. I also enjoy watching Chris Rodriguez just mm. run it all. Oh my. Gosh. And Smoke. I mean, Smoke had that nice run. Smoke had – Another big block. Too. I was very – Yeah. I was worried that he wasn't going to get 100. I saw that they uh, modified the numbers a little bit after the game. Yeah, we were actually communicating about a, a that. A scorebook error. He deserved to have a 100-yard yes, game. Yes, he did. He was at 97 there for a little bit. He deserved to be able to get past that 100-yard threshold because he, he played really well. He and he, he was doing the um, – he didn't have the big – I mean, he had the one play where he got about 20 yards downfield and just needed to make one guy miss. He couldn't do it. Because that was a 90-yard touchdown if yeah. he beats that one guy. But he's getting those 10- and 14-yard runs now, or eight, eight, like that 8- to 14 yards that yeah. just makes your second down so easy or moves the stick. He's, play, he's playing football well right now, Freddie. 251 yards for Smoke and Rodriguez. Average nine yards a carry. There were some drives that – the running back rotation was a little – I don't know. How do I describe that? Little um, – What's force feed donut? A little odd. Yeah. But other than that, those two <laughs> – I mean, those two, 251 yards, nine yards of carry against a very talented LSU defense. And you talked about him getting getting tackled in one-on-one one situation down the field. It should That's be. just a dude on a dude. You know, I mean, that happens. And you got to win that. Nobody's yeah. got to win that. It's yeah. Rodriguez, Smoke, McLean. Man. Ruffalo, I- then Donut. <laughs> The 
and, and I think there was an extent of like, all right, we got McLean back. Yeah. Who's going to get this spot? Is it going to be McLean or is it going to be Donut? It needs to be in McLean 100% of the time. I think we learned that. Yeah. You know, they gave them both their chance. Donut got some got tackled for laws. And McLean, they finally hit a will route. Finally. <laughs> That's all we've been waiting on. Oh, man. Yeah. Six years. And I like the fact, and Drew, Drew's favorite play, the outside zone finally hit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I yeah, I was beyond happy. Uh, Rodriguez had a couple cutback runs off that outside zone. Was absolutely textbook. We and that's what we've been waiting for. We've been waiting to see more of it. Of course. Well, I wanted to ask you because you were there. What's the play he hates, and why does he hate it? I I, I read your article, but uh, oh, the, he, he he. It was the last touchdown when he scored that touchdown. Yeah, he, just, he just so our listeners know, does not like that play. Just, it's just like it, one of those. No it's, reason. Just it's some like don't saying, like. I just don't. I don't know. Something feels wrong about this. I don't like it. But I'm going to score a touchdown on it anyway. Damn it. He also said that in the touch. He never saw the ball that he caught the touchdown. <laughs> he never <laughs> even saw the pass. Yeah. Which I appreciate being candid. But he's like, yeah. Epp says if you. He, he told me if you ever lose the ball on the light, just catch the light. So he stared at the light and caught it, and it I, worked. I don't think I could love a player more than I love Chris Rodriguez. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. He's, he's fun, man. And, and the thing, too, oh, that was what got me for the first time. I finally got a good question from Liam Cohen. Luck had had about seven during our Zoom sessions. But I finally was like, so, what like you ran the most outside zone you ran so far? Oh, great question. Let me tell you about how <laughs> I knew it was going to work so much. But I, I – when you can get some outside zone work in Freddie, yeah. you can also get your play action game going. Exactly. And it made life easy for Will Levis. And I don't know how much they can get away with this outside zone against Georgia this Be week tough. because those guys are freaks yeah, they and are. they cover ground in a hurry. But if you at least make them respect that enough, then you can set up a couple of play action shots. Yeah. I mean, Jordan Davis in the middle, 6'6", 360 pounds. He's going to be a, a handful to try to block for uh, Cox, Horsey, and, and and Luke Fortner. So yeah, I mean, outside zone could could work, but you know, but when what Georgia does, so, I mean, so many things Georgia does great defensively. It looks like they have nine linebackers on the field at once. I mean, mm-hmm. all those dudes can run. Only give up five and a half points a game. I mean, number one in the nation of pass defense, total defense, scoring defense. Here's a number that that I saw, I dug up today. I was going to run by you guys. Georgia for the season has 86 quarterback hurries. 86. That's 14 a game ish. And that's out of, I'm sure. So that's pretty much half of their dropbacks, I would imagine. I would imagine. Yeah. Gosh. 86. Every week uh, we talk Georgia on our Free Money podcast and other places. I've tried to make excuses. I'm like, well, Clemson's down. That's why Georgia beat them and held them to that. Then the next week I'm like, well, you know, that offense isn't very good. The next week, well, that offense isn't very good. Then I actually bet on Auburn last week, and now I finally just have to accept they're unbelievable. Yeah. You know, I try to make excuses for the first five weeks of the season, but they're, ju- they're an NFL team. You bring up a great point, Drew, because I, I really dug deep into this Georgia team, played uh, six games, three of the offenses that they faced – have been ranked anywhere from 100 to 128. But are these ranked there because they play Georgia <laughs> yeah. or are they bad offenses? Now, we'll say this. Clemson is bad offensively. Mm-hmm. South Carolina is worse than Clemson, which is hard to be. Yeah, it's impressive. Vanderbilt though. is worse than South Carolina, which is nearly impossible. Those are three 
I don't have a good word. How to, anemic. Anemic. There we go. Offenses that, that Georgia is just stuffed. I mean, the best offensive team that Georgia's faced is Arkansas, who is sixth in the SEC in total yards. They've not faced, faced a top six offensive team. And I'm sure those numbers are inflated after their game against LSU. That's exactly. Right. I mean, so so yeah. I made this statement today, and I think it's true. Georgia is the best opponent that Kentucky has faced to this point. Fair? Yeah. Kentucky is the best opponent that Georgia will have faced this far. Fair? Fair, yeah. I think I think 22 points is a lot of points. It is, it is in fact, a lot of points. Um, I wanted to – so, my overwhelming feeling this week, I know there's a lot – like, you know, we can get drunk off of – I'm not going to be Freddie here and tell you not to taste sugar. You can dream college football playoff dreams. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Kentucky's 6-0 and for the first time in 71 years. The part of this that – like, there's, there's two things I'm kind of getting here from the team, the players, and from Mark Stoops. Kentucky is doing something similar with Georgia that they were doing with Florida for a few years. It was that we're knocking, but it took a while to finally get your entire locker room to believe that they're going to – they're winning this game when they come on the field, that they have the guys that can compete with their guys and win this football game. I think Kentucky has, has gotten to that point in recent years. Uh, hell, the 2018 game out of the previous three, that was probably the one they were out of quicker than all the ones since then. Uh, in 2019, it's a scoreless slugfest. You have Chris Rodriguez drop a touchdown and take a 7 to nothing lead in the end zone. They're right there in that game. Last year, Rodriguez runs at five yards a carry. He only gets 20 carries. They can't convert a third down. They lose 17-3. That was 14-3. 14-3 with Joey Gatewood at quarterback. It was about as bad. But they were, they were there. They were yeah. competing. They were going toe-to-toe. I think the frustrating part on Stoops' end today that you kind of saw, and not only because there was, uh, you know, some people asking some really <clears> stupid questions. we got to talk press about that. Today. We have to th- – that that, that's, that's beyond bad what happened today. So, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But I want to hear this. It's <laughs> awful. Yeah, there, there was just some really bad questions. Like, the first question was, do you think this is like an NFL playoff game? Which – yeah. yeah, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was very bad. So it was, I think it was, it was, it was awful. I, I think Stoops. I was, wish I wish Stoops would have just walked out. It was bad, but I do think that at least some of the, the there there is a point <laughs> where Kentucky's been building for this, but this is this is Georgia's best shot at winning a title. I mean, I think this team. Not from an offensive skill point, but this defense is better than their defense when they should have won the national title. Oh, it's and they lost it to a um, – now, offensively, they've got Brock Bowers, who is yeah. unlike any – I mean, he's uh, Kyle Pitts, but like the tight end version of Kyle Pitts, like the more like physical version of him. <clears> they do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Their running backs aren't as good as they were. They, nope. And, and they, don't have, they don't have pickings. Like they don't have that, that skill talent. But defensively – this is probably the best they've been, and that's what makes this hard. Is Kentucky's really been building for this, but they have to do e- – even on your bad drives, you just can't go three and out. Yeah. You have to get some first downs, and that's, that's, that's hard. I mean, that's really hard, and I think that's where there's going to be some rubber meat in the road Saturday, Freddie, some frustration. Yeah. Because Kentucky, they're, they're, they're right there, but this defense really is just on another level. Look at this Georgia defense, Chuck. 86 quarterback hurries, 36 tackles for loss, 22 sacks. 
I mean, the first, the number one ranked defense in the country in scoring, five and a half. The fourth rated rush defense, 67 yards a game in the country. The first ranked uh, pass defense, 137 yards in the country. 203 yards, the number one defense in the country uh, in total. So, what, what, let's the, look at the offense. What was funny, too, Chuck, is you know how coaches will, like, just guess numbers when they're up there? Stoops actually got him right. He was he like, they're, they're only giving up 200-something yards a game. That's 100 better than anybody in our conference. And he was correct. Is Alabama correct. is 304 and Kentucky's 305, yeah. third. I'll tell you all, there's been two teams that I've been hammering every Saturday. Kentucky Wildcats spread and or money line and the Georgia Bulldogs spread and or money line. Ooh. You're in a pickle. I'm in a pickle. and You're due for a push. I, I'm due for a push, or maybe I just won't touch it. I don't know. I've, I'm, I've been to Kentucky Moneyline, well, so maybe I just do that. Maybe I, do, maybe I don't want the points. You have, you have watched them both play in person. I have. And who left you more impressed on the football field? Well, it's just different. One, because Clemson and – I will say Florida's defense is humongous. I mean, they're huge and they're fast. I mean, Georgia. Georgia. What did I say? Florida. Florida. Yeah. Georgia's. They've already lost there to Kentucky. We go. There we, we go. Them. Yeah, yeah. They're in fourth place. But Georgia does not have a quarterback. So, if we can, like you said, no three and outs or limit the three and outs, we can break big plays and we can play with them. That's why the line being at 24 is just crazy to me. But yeah. I, I don't know. I always have to think that there's reasoning. Vegas knows. I mean, Vegas knows. But So what is that reasoning? I think they're just trying to see, like, they're daring people to not bet Georgia. I think they are, which is what they've been doing all year long. Yeah, trying to get people off of that. Georgia's offense is eighth in the SEC, which is the bottom half in total offense. Yep. 432 yards. Stetson Bennett is a, is a game manager, 5'10". Um, is JT Daniels officially out? Is his I don't hand? know. What is the? It's, it's like a it's something new every time he hernia, gets hurt. Yeah. Um, abdomen. Basically, he's just got a hernia. Okay. And yeah, I don't. I doubt he's playing. I, I doubt he is. Uh, yeah. Four running backs that that are off effective. They don't have a running back as Chris Rodriguez like. I think Will Levis is better than Stetson Bennett. I think Wondell Robinson is better than any receiver that, that yeah, George, George has. Pickens. What's their O line like? It's Ready. good. I mean, it, they're physical. I mean, they're they're well coached. They're extremely talented. The most talented team Kentucky's played yet by by a big stretch. Yep. But you know, if Ox was playing, mm. if Marquand was playing, then I mean, I, I I'm I'm excited about this game, and and I'm optimistic about this game. If those two were playing, I would be extremely optimistic. Not saying, hey, Kentucky's going to go down there and beat them. I'm saying. What the, what do you got to lose? Just go out there. You got an open week following this. Yep, I do love that. Nobody in the world thinks you're going to win, so that's a perfect scenario for Mark Stoops and his team to go down there and play loose and just just give give Georgia their best shot. Just give them everything. Just leave it out there and give them your best shot on offense, defense, special teams. I, I just got done stretching because I'm going to reach really far here. I might even hurt myself. Ooh. Is there any chance? Uh, Georgia now being number one and got that Alabama loss up there. Maybe they'll come in a little full of themselves. I know on the other sport that we don't talk about, it seems like a lot of times the team gets to number one and loses right away just because they feel like they're riding high. Is there any chance Georgia might have a little of that, finally getting that number one and being above Alabama when they've been the little brother for several years, is or it, is they just going to come in? And Is this soccer you're talking about? 
the other. Yeah, oh no, basketball. Oh. I'm just saying. I'm I, you know I'm trying to talk myself. I'm trying to make up reasons that give Kentucky advantages, and I'm hoping Georgia now having that clear path with Alabama out of the way and that one by their name. Maybe they're a little full of themselves. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, it's a reach, but and I'm hoping. Maybe hoping. they'll get overstretched with all the media there. With that, the, they're good. With the one pregame show, I wouldn't watch on a bet. And then the real one's going to be there. That's, that's Herb true. Herb Street and those guys, you know, of course so. I mean, just t- he's picking Georgia, so get used to Jerry for yep, that. Yep. But that's a lot of media responsibilities and additional things. The pressure of being the number one team. I mean, all that could add up, Drew. I, I yeah. agree with you. And then take I, there. they have a bye the next week. I don't know. I'll just keep reaching. Maybe they're ready to take a week off. Maybe they're looking and, past Kentucky. And they're Kentucky. beat up as well. Yeah. I mean, they're, it's they're, an unlikely they're, they're scenario, down, but let yeah. me dream. They're down players also. The, the part with all of this that really stinks is that we did get the bad news this morning. Yes. Octavius Oxendine. I mean, it really – it's shades of J.J. Weaver. We're getting deja vu all over again because middle of J.J. Weaver's best game, he tears his ACL. Yeah. Middle of Ox's best game, he gets credited for two sacks because he had the pressure mm. on the intentional grounding. He ends up tearing his meniscus, done for the year. And not only was that a position that UK had struggled at, he had really not – he had taken that next step to yeah. where he was not only just being big and stout in the run, but he was applying pressure in the yeah. pass. And the part that really hurts Freddie is every team Kentucky's played has ran right at whoever's not number eight. Yeah. They just run right at – oh, eight's out of the game. We're going right at that three times. LSU ran for 147 Most yards. yards they've had all you know, year. I thought they'd do that. I thought they would really focus on the run uh, because that's what O talked about the whole week. And every <laughs> – not every – uh, Drew, I would say 96% of all time, all times LSU ran the ball. Number 87 was the game, the tight end, which was kind of a, a trend there for the offensive coordinator. And then they ran away from Josh Pascal. So, and if Ox was, you know, when Ox went down, they ran towards away from Josh Pascal in an obvious uh, focus. So I think you're going to see that Saturday. I think you're going to see him run away from Pascal and run right out whoever's in that defensive tackle rotation. I didn't love we get the news uh, of his co-defensive lineman of the week and out for the year within like 20 minutes yeah. of each other. That was well, a little unfair. Like 20 seconds. It was <laughs> 20 like seconds, bang, really. bang. Yeah. Um, so, so it's really unfortunate because the North Harden kid was playing well. He's real like, like lovable. He's kid, yeah. yeah, he's big personality. Uh, his name's Ox. Come on, you can't be Ox and not have personality. I know, man. Oh, it 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 stinks. You know, there's, there's there's no way around it. Eli Cox, co-offensive lineman of the week. Ox, co-defensive lineman of the week. Two Kentucky kids. Well, I think you, you combine those, you get – you know, we talked earlier about the personality and culture of a football program. Th- those two guys personify that personality and culture. Eli Cox was not a highly re- recruited player. Comes to the U.K., works his butt off. Great teammate. Just developed. Kentucky's a great player development program. Was developed into a starter. Now he's excelling. Ox was a four-star. Kentucky get, has 20-something four-stars. You get those – but as we saw in the LSU, you can get four stars, five stars every day. If you don't develop one, it, it ain't worth squat. Yeah. Ox has developed under Amar Stewart. He's taken to coaching, great attitude. Those two really, for me, personifies this Kentucky football culture. The Ox news was some bad news, but I do have some good news, and that's that you can be making money with my bookie. Oh, that's great news. It's great news. Use the promo code KSR at mybookie.ag and my bookie. 
They're so nice, Charles. They're so giving. They want you to have a good time. They're going to double your deposit at mybookie.ag. What's the max there? 250 What is MyBookie? Is this the it's prize a, picks? It's, 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 no, no. No, it's a website where it, you can gamble. It's, it's, it's it's a, how is that legal A friend of Kentucky? mine whose name I won't say put, put in money on MyBookie this week because yeah. of KSR. Look at his balance from the weekend. What? That <laughs> – Oh my god, that is so Hold much on. money. Yeah. That's, so that's, apologies to my bookie is, is for my buddy. Five oh my digits? Gosh. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, he had a good weekend. That is a lot of digits. So other people should go to my bookie because clearly there's good luck when you go to my yeah. bookie. Now, how is Kentucky, it legal you gotta to drive to Ohio bookie. or Indiana. You know? Yeah. It's because it's it's you know it's Chuck, online. do you not know, you know how this stuff works? I mean I do, It's called offshore gambling. They're not based in Kentucky. Yeah. But I can't do a DraftKings. Correct. Yeah. So how? where are they? Even if they're based in Indiana? Do we have to teach you how gambling laws work? Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Yeah. The good thing about my bookie is that it's easy, secure. Yeah. You can go through them and go around our state legislation. Oh, yeah. There we go. It, it, it's, that's it's, all it's, I needed. Yeah, that's all you need to know. They're my not book- based in the United States of America, so they can do whatever they want. Exactly. Like wow. like doubling your first deposit by using So promo what are the odds KSR. your buddy gets paid on that? Great, because it's already safe, secure. Um, I would retire off that. Bet anything, That's all I need anytime, to retire. anywhere well. with my bookie. Wow. Legend. Yeah, that really was. That's a legendary weekend. And I would have a kind of legendary weekend if the Ravens uh, won tonight. Who so. does your buddy have at 3 I haven't asked him yet, Saturday. but I will be riding that wave for uh-huh. sure. I will be texting him before <laughs> 8 o'clock. What is the line tonight on Little Ravens? Seven and a half. Seven over at 47. Mm-hmm. So do we tease it down to point or one point two and the under or the Breaking over? News. Oh, well, uh, Will Levis is oh. one of the Davy O'Brien National Quarterback Awards Great Eight after his five touchdown performance against LSU. Good job, Woo! Will Levis. Great job, Will Levis. <laughs> Saw Will Levis yesterday at KS Bar and Grill meeting the people. Mm-hmm. My man the, had a big weekend. Man, great time to schedule an autograph. Yeah, talk about calling your shot. Man, five touchdowns. Beat good the snot out of LSU, then go sign some autographs the next day. Like, good for him. It's a good weekend. I love that they're all getting paid now. I think it's great. I do too. I love it. I love the. It makes me so sad to know that he's not in the game. But the Marquand McCall with his heavy machinery. I, I know. Forgot, yeah. I, I, man, I, I want to see. Shout out Jason Huber. Yeah, he, central he, equipment. He had the chainsaw. I want to see him <laughs> on a jackhammer. I, I, I know that might not be doable because he's got like an ankle. Uh, but, man, really want to see him on a I jacket. saw Jagger Burton on one of those with yeah. a chainsaw He's yesterday. got a chainsaw one out, too. Yeah, oh, He's got a chainsaw one? And Levis is taking the team to also Malone's, right? Yeah. yeah, that's, that's he good. He did that last yeah. night after he left here, and then I saw a new one, Josh Pascoe and Bully, with a massive stack of pancakes from Wild Eggs. Yeah. So oh, my gosh, nice. that's awesome. They're making that their rounds. Yeah. We had a, there's a Chris Rodriguez roofing one. Ceiling is I've the roof. Seen that oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Love it. Which that's my favorite part too is that they're getting billboards because billboard is the coolest. Like, oh, I mean, think about that. If you're if you're driving in Lexington before a big game or what? you're on that bus and you see a big billboard of you on, I love like, it for the yeah. kids because yeah. it's about time. It's awesome. Two, I love it because it sticks it to the NCAA. And mm-hmm. anytime I can see anything stick it to the NCAA, I'm happy. Really, yesterday I was thinking about this when I was watching everybody go through that line, and I was thinking about people who hate it. Every person that met him <laughs> was so excited, and they were so happy, and they were happy to hand him $30. Good. He was so happy to meet them and give them $30. If both people on that transaction had a great day, why, why are people complaining? Because they're Everybody there was so excited to see him, and you wouldn't get that opportunity without Are people complaining? 
Some. I Some. mean, it's not it's not many. Oh, but my radio like, why would you why would you take their happiness, the fans who are happy to hand over thirty dollars? Yeah. And why do you care if Will Levis makes a little extra money and can go out and meet the fans? I'm becoming more anti-establishment as I get older. Isn't that well, I mean, crazy? What is, I don't understand. Why they shouldn't be able to make money. They're getting a free scholarship already. Well, some people, Mitch <coughs> Barnhart, thinks that it will ruin the locker room. No one's. No, no, no one is cares. complaining that Will Levis came no. here and made $30 off some fans in that no. locker room. If you see this team, watch this team play. They love each other. Yep. They play for each other. This ain't LSU, all right. There's yeah, a culture I mean, big difference. in this big locker difference, room. Yeah. You know? We right. did we saw something that we knew we'd see out of Stoops and we have seen out of Stoops and Drew Barker pointed out I think it was when Darian went down. I mean, immediately he was rolling around. It looked like that. Oh, he looked, it looked terrible. Me to death, yeah. Oh, I was I mean, terrified. And Stoops is right there. He was rolling right over, over to him. his side and you're like, What the hell? Scared you don't me to roll. death, man. And then he was. Th- I mean, he was in thank pain. Thank God pain. he ran off the field. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did not want to see like some limpet when he ran off, and he was during a commercial break. I felt so bad for the people. Oh at yeah. Home. So you got all your recruits there watching you in the primetime game against the LSU, and your head coach is out there with one of your key players yeah. down on a knee. And after he said, the game, you know what I mean? Hugging, that's hugging. Uh, uh, golly. Who was he hugging? <laughs> I didn't see who hugged. I'd help you, but I don't know Chris who Oaks. Chris, Chris Oaks. Chris Oaks. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Definitely with Chris yeah, Oaks. Yeah, I, I loved him seeing Stoops hug him after the mm-hmm. game. That's not staged either. You and I both do that, Mark. That's genuine. Stoops, the game ball is, last too, week too. Yeah. Stoops is too bad of an actor to stage anything. You know? Oh, the moment Stoops tried to stay some, stage something, we'd all be like, that's stage. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. He's so genuine. And who who really are you <laughs> fooling? Like, come on, Mark. Uh, I, I, there aren't any more – Significant injuries like Josh Ali is not going to play though. McCall's yeah. not going to play. Um, there's some guys dinged up. Yeah, as you would say, Freddie. Yeah. Uh, Week seven, that's that's common. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, you just hope that going into the most physical game to date, that yeah. they can withstand some of that. Um, it's be I know a couple times down there at Georgia, C.J. Conrad got hurt, and that was in a really tough spot because I think two plays later they had Rig open, you know, for a. Uh, Touchdown, and that would have been CJ. Rig can't handle the catch, you know, and things kind of get sideways there. It's going to be a physical game. Kentucky's got to bring it. And you brought up the big plays earlier, Charles. And if, Freddie, if I'm Kirby Smart, I'm saying anybody but Wandell Robinson and Chris Rodriguez, any of you all can beat me. 100%. So who who is who is it for UK that can beat them, if 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 they are trying their damnedest to take well, away those two guys? You take away Wandale with the eighty six quarterback hurries and the twenty two quarterback sacks. That's how you take away Wandale. Uh, I'm not so sure there's a defensive back in the conference that that can hold up against Wandale one on one. So you alter how he gets the football by hitting Will Levis and getting pressure. With, with, with Chris Rodriguez, I think you made a great point, Nick, that, that Georgia can play base and be pretty daggone good. Yeah. You know, because that, that's something that they're so talented. Yeah. You know, you, know, you, you don't got to – you don't got to grant them grant them. Up no, cause no. Because they, they're so – I think what makes the Georgia defense so impressive to me is their, their athleticism in open space. Like, they don't move – Bunch of linebackers. But here's, here's something – here, this is what defines this Georgia defense for me. The linebackers are great. I mean, they got a bunch of them. They can do sideline to sideline. They can uh, tackle the quarterback or that, whatever. 
Jordan Davis, they're all American. 15 tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, one and a half sacks, four quarterback hurries. His backup is a true freshman, Drew Franklin, Jalen Carter. 11 tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, one and a half quarterback sacks, 10 quarterback hurries. And then you just keep going and going, and those defensive linemen, you can just run them in. So Georgia will have a fresh defensive line through their rotation of depth. That's how you beat Chris Rodriguez. So they platoon. Yes. There's a, a guy by the name of Matt Hayes. He was an OG. He was like one of the first online NFL draft guys. Like that's how we kind of corner the market. And he does a weekly column for Saturday Down South. And one of the NFL scouts he talked to is like, really the equalizer here, the, the, the backbreakers that can actually put that Georgia defense on its heels, it's Will Levis's legs. It's, it's the creativity that we saw on Saturday. It's Georgia playing too high, everybody's man underneath. So you do what Patrick Mahomes did on Sunday Night Football before the Bills ran up the score, and that's run for 15 yards and then slide. Mm-hmm. Uh, slide, Will. So if you're Georgia, do you play base? Bracket Wandale and say beat us? I mean, that would be the smart play there. I think so. Yeah. The, the, the part that I am curious, because Kirby – Kirby doesn't like to get into – in these big games, He's he'll happily play in the mud with Mark Stoops. Yeah. He likes the low-scoring games. Yeah. What I'm curious, like, do they really – are they going to just try to go north-south and run at Kentucky? Because I feel like that's – doesn't work too well. I mean, what else are they going to do? I mean, you're going to put the game on the on the shoulders of Stetson Bennett, the fourth? The mailman. What's the mailman? That's his nickname. Yeah. Oh, they call Stetson Bennett the fourth the mailman? Yeah. yeah, he used to wear wow. a U.S. Postal Service hat to camps to get noticed because nobody else would pay attention to the five foot ten kid. I think it's because his name's Stetson Bennett the fourth, not because he's five ten. It's just not a football okay. name. No offense to Can't all the Bennett's third, second, and first, and maybe there's a fifth soon. See, here's just, the, uh, it doesn't scare me. It, it's it's also <laughs> the most – isn't that the most Georgia quarterback name? Well, I'd say he should go to Vanderbilt, but then that, it's probably a good Georgia yeah. name. Sounds like a Wake Forest kicker. JT Daniels also looks like the most. I think that's more of a Georgia name yeah. right there. He's from he, California. And he looks like a Really? Prick that does that not sound like a California you know, name. Like that, the little mustache. Like, you know. I want to be careful making fun of Stetson Bennett IV. Oh, he's, I'm not. Yeah, he'll light uh, us yeah, up if we get too carried away. It's just not a name yeah. where you think quarterback. Yeah. And, and give he signs him your taxes. Yeah. yeah. Give him credit. He has done a tremendous job of what he's been asked to do. Manage the games and let that defense win football games for yep. you. I think Kirby, I think Kirby will try to shorten the game yep. and, run the, and, run the and run the ball and and take shots to, to Bowers, the tight end. Uh, Jermaine Burton is another player. And Kyrus Jackson is, is, is was injured early. He is really, really fast, Charles. He's one of those small Georgia receivers that are just very shifty. Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, he's coming on after his injury. So, I think Georgia runs the football at Kentucky, then then play actions with a tight end and, and just deflates. And I think Georgia's goal in this game, this is going to sound stupid because every team's goal is to win. I think Georgia's get, get a win here and get to the bye week. Yep. Uh, Two players we haven't talked to enough about, Chuck. Josh Pascal. I mean. <laughs> it doesn't always show up in the stat sheet, but he plays his butt off. And yeah. like Freddie said, it's hard to get stats when they're just running away from you. Yeah, they are. The uh, the DeAndre Square strip sack. Uh-huh. Pascal just, like, took out the entire right side God. of the LSU offensive line. He did it again, too, in another one. <laughs> I that, love that clip that's that, going that around. That Jacob Tammy tweeted out of him just <laughs> yes. destroying. I mean, 
Just, I mean, that guy's got train tracks. I mean, he's got skin marks on his eye from Josh just mowing him down. And he went through the center, and Jeff Saturday, one of the best of all time, if not the best of all time, even chimed in like, ugh, not a good look for the centers. <laughs> yeah. That's back-to-back weeks. Jeff Saturday is talking about a Kentucky football yeah. hit, too. He was talking about yeah. smoke last week. Yeah. And I think another player that we're not talking enough about is Carrington Valentine. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I think, he's, I think yeah. he's developing nicely right in front of our eyes. And, and he'll only get better as, as he gets yes, bigger, more faster. Snaps, yeah. Yeah. And I think they made a big catch on him, but it was one of those NFLs, like, yes. what are you going to do? It was, yeah, it, was, it was a five-star out yeah, there what, doing five-star Wasn't that things. on Valentine? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And he, he's been – like, we've seen the growth there where uh, there was one play in particular that I think they ended up getting the first down. But it was like a swing pass, and it's just one-on-one in space. If he misses, that dude might be going to the yeah. house. And instead, he prevents him from getting the first down. Like, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a good, smart play. The one I was going to say, he's really starting to get some shades of Mike Edwards on me. And I, I think he could be one of those guys that just hangs around for a long time. That's Tyrell Asian. Yeah. Because he's, got, he's gotten really good. Solid. But he dropped solid. a pick. Did not? Was no, he, he was did. Quandry Mosley. Oh, oh okay, I thought it was okay. Asian. Yeah, but I feel like Asian is whenever there's those tight slants and they're yeah. trying to get those underneath routes yeah, on yeah, third yeah. down, Asian's just putting his nose in there in the slot. Um, and he comes up. He's not afraid to make plays and run support. I just He's one guy that we aren't talking a lot about, Freddie, yeah. because he hasn't uh, – like you know he's not used of Corker leading the league in pass breakups yeah, and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know? He's, again, senior, veteran player. He's seen everything. He's gone through the league once or twice or three times as far as seeing opponents. Mm-hmm. And he's very sound fundamentally, extremely sound fundamentally. Um, back to the Georgia offense, you know, didn't, I think Chris Rodriguez is the best running back in the group. But talking to that Georgia depth, you got four dudes that Georgia plays at running back. James Cook is one of the best running backs in the country, going out of the backfield, catching passes. Zamir White is excellent. So the Zeus thing is lame, though. Yeah, we can all agree yeah. he's no Zeus. But the thing that not, separates Jordan, one enough. of the many they things, they had Nick Chubb. Like Chubb is Zeus. Yeah. So if like, you're gonna call on. yourself Zeus, you better be Zeus. Yeah, it, I think Georgia depth is is I one, agree. It jumps out at me as much as anything. That defense, obviously, but depth and talent is is everywhere. You know, what's really gonna jump off to me this weekend, Chuck, is Clayton Street. You ever been there? Mm-mm. It's a good time. Is that a country music singer? No, 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 no. It's uh, a street where, where they have a lot of establishments. Where at? In Athens. Oh. Yeah. Nice town. Yeah. yeah. Very much looking forward to going. I don't know who is going to be there, Drew. Sounds <laughs> uh, like I am. I know that Wuckin and I, we got our foot in the door early. Is R.E.M. Mm-hmm. playing? R- what? R.E.M.? Yeah. Losing my religion? They're from Athens. Yeah, they're really? a band. So is the B-52s. Really? Yeah. Zach Brown, I know, went there. I don't think he's from there. No. Who's the celebrity guest picker? Oh, uh, Luke who? Bryan, if I, know I would think ESPN that it would the way be. I think yeah. I know ESPN. It'll be. And they've already spent their one on. Could Harris be Ry- Could be Riley Green. He's pretty famous now. Those, uh, no, they play for the Braves. No, no, the Braves no. should be though. Up to one. Let's get this series tomorrow. <laughs> if they win, then I could see that happening because it would be some time between games, right? Oh, you saying a home game? Maybe a little doubleheader? I was just talking about, like, they could get a Braves picker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because they can close out the series tomorrow. Right. I don't know. George's got a lot of options. I'm, I'm going to log a pick right now for Luke Bryan. Let's all log a pick. There, I'm going to say other quote-unquote country music guy I've never heard of that basically just raps when he <laughs> – 
So all sings. of them. You're taking all of the, the Billboard charts. <laughs> I don't know any of the new country music singers, so I'm out on that. So University of Georgia, uh, I'm going to go Fran Tarkenton. Oh. Um, I, I Googled. You knew that is, Charles? No. <laughs> he, was, he had all the NFL passing records. Played for the Vikings. Yeah. 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 I Googled the most famous Georgia fans. Yeah. And oh. number one, I can already tell you, is not a Georgia fan. Who's that? Samuel L. Jackson. Huh. I thought he was He's an Ole Miss f- fan. Yeah. No, that's, that's Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, I thought – I've seen Samuel L. Jackson and other stuff. Okay, second choice is Ryan Seacrest. Oh. Not, probably not going to get him. No. What about Quavo from Migos? Oh, it could, could be them. You've been, been listening to Migos lately, uh, Freddie? No, no. I, I listened to a little Dwight Yoke. You like Offset the most. You get we your uh, wrist twisting like it's stir fry. Yeah. Even though that's a very old song. I'm well aware. That is, yeah. It's, it's then, their uh, best song, though. Their best work. I'll give you a few more, then we'll move on, because these people aren't important to us this week. We got a little uh, a Luke Bryan, as mentioned. Yeah. Who, is uh, he's a singer? Yeah. You've heard him. Well, Bubba girl, Watson. Shake it, Ooh, I like that. Bubba girl. Watson's a big Georgia fan. I can see that one. I like that one. I don't know what, what the PGA is like hear, this week. I hear Bubba's kind of a jerk. I can, I've heard that he's as out. well. can confirm. He's out. Not a, I'm not a Bubba fan here. Me neither. I would say that ooh, to his face. Ooh, what if we got Patrick Reed and then he stole <laughs> Reese Davis's wallet? Okay, oh, we're talking about golfers who aren't popular. Bubba's not half as bad as Patrick Reed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Patrick Reed's going to steal the mascot head from Lee Corso. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, there will be a heavy Kentucky presence, as you were saying. You're going. I think now the KSR pregame show is going. Oh, man. it's, it's Freddie's going to hold party. down Glasgow for the game of the week yep. facing Taylor County. Go Scottish. Made the announcement. Oh, we're not, was I not supposed to say that? I, I don't know. It's probably Just on the kidding. website by now. Rewind. I didn't say that. <laughs> we'll, we'll bleep that out. You, no. mean, you mean Harlan County. Whatever. Just for, I don't know anything. I, I just say things out loud. I don't know what I'm talking about. It could be out by now. Yeah, I, it might be. But I don't know. We had a we had a practice. It'll be a nice little football today. podcast nugget for I'll our little listeners. I'll go ahead and tell you. Yeah. It's Taylor County at Glasgow, two top five three A teams. Taylor County has uh, Hayes Johnson, big old boy, uh, an offensive lineman with the UK offer. Glasgow leads the state in rushing. Taylor County's fourth in rushing. It's going to be a lot of running game. It's going to be at Glasgow. Never been to Scotties. a game there, the Scotties. Oh, it's a nice, it's a nice spot. Yeah, yeah, so I'm excited about it. I really am. I, I, I'm excited about going to Glasgow. Well, Glasgow's a good Henderson spot, Henderson was beautiful, by the way. Yeah. It was beautiful. I love that city. I, I texted Drew that this is a beautiful city. And uh, Sadiq Clemens yeah, he's good. is a dude, let me tell you. Speed, I'm glad right? Kentucky got him on early because Bama, Oklahoma, a lot of people are starting to really get in on him. He is a, uh, he is a dynamic <laughs> defensive lineman. Drew, that I saw him chase a couple running backs 40 yards down the field, and he's fast as the running backs at 6'4", 280. So, impressive. Pretty and good name to remember. Bryce Potts is another lineman that from Henderson that took a visit to EKU this weekend. Hmm. He's a late riser. I, I really like his game as well. Uh, I think while we're talking about prospective recruits, uh, Kentucky got a commitment last Friday. Second week in a row they've got a Friday afternoon commitment. This one from Caden Mormon. Kind of good to get running yeah. backs over Wisconsin. Yeah, especially ones that are, and it's neat that these players, Nick, that are that are committing to Kentucky, that you and I text when we watch them play. Yeah, you know, I was texting you during the state championship game, man. This running back from Franklin County, <laughs> last he was a sophomore. I was like, he's a dude, man. He is just running crazy. Yeah. And then we had him the week one of the Kroger KSR game of the week, and Franklin County and Scott County. What's kind of funny too, Freddie, is that. Him and Lavelle Wright were both these like these are some big physical guys, and then you see him, and then it's like oh we're just going to catch 
passes and make crazy plays too. Yeah. That kid's really good. He's good. Uh, a second in-state kid uh, announces commitment to Kentucky in the 2023 class. We've got a commitment date for Dane Key too here in about two October, weeks. October, oh, I thought it was the 12th. What it, when 28th. 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 The 12th yeah. is tomorrow. Big yeah, Brother's birthday. Say. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, it would be real nice to see him. Uh, I – I won't pull a Ryan and do the, I hope, you know, we'll be proud of him and all that. But it looks like he's enjoyed his unofficial visits here recently he's as this football team is 6-0. and He's had a lot of them. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. gotten some screen time to uh, ESPN screen it's, time. It is funny that he that's the second time in, like, five games that they've shown Dane pregame hanging out with the team. Yeah, but, uh, you know, we'll find out what he's going to do. But I think being 6-0 and and all the fun Lexington's been having here recently certainly can't hurt pushing him in UK's direction. No, no. And it certainly was fun Saturday. I've loved all of the – I mean, I I haven't lost service outside Kroger Field in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was just so many people there. It's like, well, I'm, no service for me right now. Hope, oh, I couldn't, and I had to transfer a ticket. That was really it's nice. a big game when the cell <clears throat> service is out. Uh-huh. See, that's why they tell you beforehand to transfer your tickets. I know. They tell you that, uh, Charles. I know. Charles. Well, was, Come on, man. I even knew that. He, he was busy. Listen, I got it done, okay? But I, just, I thought I was going to have to transfer it, and then the person I was transferred to was not going to show up. So I was waiting to. Mm-hmm. You can so come hang out on my porch that. with me and watch the next one. Did, you, right, did they not have any service at the wedding? <sighs> no wedding. Hey, cats are 6 and 0. Maybe I should start going, keep going to weddings. I got I, a wedding this know. weekend. I got a wedding this weekend. It's good, I have to get a bumblebee tattoo if Kentucky wins. Yeah, that's oh, right. Wow. Can we it's pick It's going to look good, can though. It be right, right here. I get it right there. No. Um, what kind of bumble, like. I don't know. It was, it was on the well, there, there was show. a guy, after they beat Florida, went back to his car, and he says there were 200 bees in it, and he spent the whole night getting bees out of his car so he could then drive home. But then he called back into our pregame show for the LSU game, said, hey, I'm the bee guy. Just want to let you all know I will walk through 20,000 bees and get 20, stung 000. by all of them for us to beat LSU. And Freddie said, I'll take it one step further. We beat LSU in Georgia. I'll get a bee tattoo. Yeah. So that's how we got to Freddie's bee tattoo on yeah. the line. First, I questioned him: Did you count the bees to make sure there were two hundred? Mm. That's a question that I because that that would be tough. Any callers call for a twenty-first birthday for their daughter or no, sister, baby? Just, just on Coach O's calling show. Oh, okay. gotcha. I, I have one quick personal update from uh, the LSU game. I just want all of our listeners. Want It's it's not really breaking news, but a lot of people reached out to me via DM. I didn't get to answer all of them, but the bottle uh, did make it back to Baton Rouge. Oh, that's right. After after fifteen years, gave it back. After fifteen years of being in my possession, you know I'm not a thief. It was the first time (laughs) LSU came back. I borrowed it. I won't say how I returned it. That part might have gotten a little some gray areas, but uh, I did part ways with my lucky bottle. It 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 lived with me from from upset to upset. Even though this last one wasn't an upset. Man, it's gonna be a real, real disappointing moment whenever somebody grabs that water bottle that's had bourbon and coffee, <laughs> coffee and, oh, and it's orange juice. juice. I mean, I also won't the tell on anyone. Water but I took it out Friday night, and there were some some we'll call them celebs that were out, and they enjoyed the bottle, and they were pouring into it and making it a party. Nice. Uh, Did they do the thing too, where like it was like a smorgasbord of drinks in one? No, no, we didn't, like, make crazy drinks, but um, – It wasn't, like, jungle the one juice. when you get the funnel and then people just start pouring stuff no, into it. No, 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 it wasn't, okay. like, crazy getting out of control party. Not but, Will Levis bringing out the mayonnaise. I, okay, I, good. I had it at, at Jeff Ruby's for dinner Friday, and then someone there had a bottle of wine, and they were like, well, we got to get you some wine in there, so they just poured the bottle straight in it. <laughs> and when I finished that, someone bought me an old-fashioned, and they poured it straight in it. So the bottle got a good tour of Lexington before I sent it back home to, to its 
family you know what would have been cool if that was the bottle that Coach O squirted his face during the game <laughs> oh man and it had Drew's I can, bourbon I can, and wine I can tell you it did not smell good <laughs> gosh oh poor Coach O it was good mojo though you know it was I don't know if you all do this but after big wins I, I go and you know I watch like the, the post shows you yeah. know so I throw on college football final they talk about Kentucky all right Scott Van Pelt you know yeah. I kind of go through them it got a little awkward on SEC football oh, final yeah. when they were asking Gene Chizik about Coach yeah. O's job security. I will say this. And Dari made a point to be like, well, you would know because yeah, you were that, fired two years yeah. after. It's like, what? Like, yeah, no crap. That's the I, whole – gosh. Gene Chizik and Cole Kublik are my two favorite football dudes and on, on the SEC network. That's why I tune in is for those two dudes. I think they're terrific. Have, have you listened to Chiswick break down stuff? I mean, I, he is – to me, he's great. I love his analysis. And then I think Cole's the best in the business. I hate how much I like the guys that used to beat us. Who's that? Like Chris Doring. I like Chris I know. Doring. He's become very likable. I, yeah. I think I've told this before, but when UK was at the Bahamas for basketball, he was just there on vacation – and he couldn't have been nicer to yeah. UK fans the entire time we were there. Yes, dude. And now he's, like, in shape, too. He's like, buddy, get fat or something. Like, and he's, he gives lots of pro-Kentucky takes. And obviously does. anyone that's building up Kentucky, we're going to like them. Question. Gosh. And I for- <laughs> Man, getting old sucks. I had a great question, and I forgot it. <laughs> oh, who's on the call for the game? Uh, that's, that's, key. that's key now. Man. If it's Aaron Murray, you're in for a treat. It's not. Did, have you read the stuff about him? I have not. It's uh, Danielson and oh, uh, Nessler. It's the real crew. So yeah, it's the big game. I tuned in, and it was Aaron Murray and – Whoever they're – yeah. I thought the broadcast had gone down, and they just had a headset on somebody on the <laughs> sideline. Oh. I mean, I'm not being mean. I was just like, this This can't be – It was that bad? Just read. I just searched his name stuff. on Twitter, and Freddie's not alone with his complaints. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it. Just uh, there's a lot of people. I, I never complain about announcers because they got a job to do. Well, except they when they don't fans. have the one th- the the microphones working. Yeah, I now complain when they just keep butchering somebody's name when they should know their name. Yeah, that's true. We've got a lot of that lately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's Mike Stoops. Oh, well, Bob Stoops. Bob, yeah. I like the well, article. Mike Stoops didn't get enough respect. <laughs> you literally spelled his name wrong in your article. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I I just tuned in for a brief minute on CBS, and then I read about some stuff. So I'm I'm not complaining. I'm just there's love, a lot of people that are. Pe- people really hate Gary Danielson. <laughs> I, love, I like. I don't, yeah, I don't mind and, Gary and Danielson. Some people are saying Aaron Murray making me miss Gary. <laughs> I this like, is nothing. Like these announcers, these three, th- we don't get them often. No. So and I don't Vern, really have strong Vern's opinions. Still doing it. I wish I wish Vern could come back, but I do like Brad Nessler. Brad Nessler was more like. Yeah. Because he was the voice of all of the college football video games when we were growing up, uh, so I was I was always a big Brad fan. Sad to see him leave, you know, ESPN ABC because he did. It was like him and Jimmy Dykes were. Uh, they called a ton of basketball games mm-hmm. at the time. Now he's with CBS. Cat's got the A crew. First time since that 2018 matchup. Charles Walker, Kentucky's playing number one ranked team in the country. How many wins do you think Kentucky has against number one ranked teams in the country? Ole Miss. Three. Oh, I thought. Because he named the other two. He just said Ole Miss. Oh, he didn't. He was saying Oklahoma, too. That Sugar Bowl, 1950. I'm sorry, Charles. I didn't hear him. He he already knew it. He must have already known that it was three. I was going to say two because I forgot about 2007. Maybe I'll foreshadow and say four. I forgot about 2007, so, yeah, three. Four. 
Four? Can we make it four? Stoops has not. He's 0-3 against number one ranked teams. They had a little bit of moral victory vibes in 14 when Patrick Tolles threw a bunch of yards against Dak Prescott. Yeah. And it kind of kept it and close, you know. Blake McClain killed somebody. Oh, yeah, that was nice, yeah. yeah. Um, Javis had a big touchdown. Uh, did. So did DeMarco <clears throat> Robinson. But Kentucky lost that game. And the Alabama game back in 2016, that was when Jonathan Allen said it was the most physical game yeah. he'd played. Yep. And that's kind of where the big blue wall yeah. started building that mantra Kubelik, there. The next week, or next week or two at Missouri – just went on and on about how Kentucky was the best offensive line in the SEC, and that's how it got its attention yes. bigger than just here in Lexington. Exactly. Yeah. So, they've had some moments against number one ranked teams. Kentucky is not going to be putting this Georgia team up on a pedestal. No. I don't think there's one person in that locker room that doesn't believe that they can't win this game. Totally and, and the thing that I like most about this team's attitude is there is a very much – like this whole we're going to Atlanta – it's not lip service. They believe that they can do it, and here's your opportunity. Yeah. It's right in front of you. You've done everything to get to this point. Now go do it. Yeah. They've got a chance to go do that on Saturday. It's going to take a very clean football game. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to make – But not a perfect – Yeah, but clean. You, a clean football game, you've got to manufacture some explosive plays. Yeah. Uh, and, and you've got to make sure that that Bowers guy and running all – you know. I, I, my but, final shot on Georgia – I think Stetson Bennett is a lot better than he's given credit for. I mean, I do. I mean, he, he's put in a tough situation. He's managed games, and that's what he's asked to do. And I think he's done a great job of that. Other than that, I, 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 that defense is is very very good. Uh, there are going to be aggravations. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't have 86 quarterback hurries and 36 qu- tackles for loss and 22 sacks and not aggravate. Uh, I do think on the other side, I think Georgia is going to attack opposite of Josh Pascal, and and then defensively, I think they're going to play a lot of base, and then bracket Wondell Robinson and say, okay, here we are. We're going to our athletes are better than yours. There's a bunch of pros on this Georgia depth chart, but you know what? There's a bunch of daggone pros on the Kentucky depth chart. Yep. Kentucky's not scared to go down there to play. There's no intimidation factor, and they're going to give Georgia their best shot, Drew Franklin. Uh, yeah, like you both just said, I think internally the confidence is yeah. high as it could be. And even if there was a chance the guys didn't have any confidence, just when you turn on the TVs and you see these graphics where it's just the Kentucky helmet and the Georgia helmet and the Alabama helmet's been crossed out, mm-hmm. even if you weren't believing, when you're seeing that and that the nation's believing and starting to look, I, I think they're completely confident going into this game. I don't think there's a doubt. Man. Takes the fan base a little longer to come around because depending on your age, you've seen decades of it. These players don't have the same wounds the fans no. do. So the fans limp into games more than yeah. the players do. I think they're ready to go down there and roll over Georgia. 100%. Man, and Saturday, it was so much fun. The last Saturday, so much fun. Let's have another fun Saturday. I know it's going to be a fun Friday in Athens. So, wait, is it Cathens? Are we doing Cathens? Ooh, I don't know. Cathens. Cathens, anybody? What, whatever you want to call it, it ends in a win. I just want to come yep. back with a dub. Oh, yeah. man. Georgia fans are usually nice. I hope they're just jerks this weekend. I hope they are. Bring it on. Us against the world. We're coming down there to take your football team. We're taking the win. I'm coming home with uh, what's that good beer they have down there? Creature Comfort. I'm going to go there and take all your beer. Yeah. We're going to do all your partying. We're going to take over your city. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so much fun. Can Blue we- and white chance. In Ooh. Sanford Stadium. This game's going to be so big, even Stetson Bennett the sixth will be talking Ooh. about it. Oh, man. Man. That's big. 
Real big. I got 17-16, Cats win. Low scoring. So you're on the under. I like the under. I'm on the under. Got to be on the under. Always on the under. Are we giving predictions? Is that is that an official? That's your official prediction. I still That's need time official. to sleep on my official no, prediction. <clears throat> we got a ways to go. We got to get watch. the feelings to come up. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes you just get a feeling. You know, you're, you're driving in your car and you just – you know what? Yusuf Corker is going to have a pick six, and Kentucky's going to win twenty-four to twenty. That kind of stuff is what what happens, and you need big plays like that to happen. I'm excited. A lot, jo- lot of Georgia guys on this team for Kentucky. A lot of Georgia guys, including Chris Rodriguez, yes. who oh, yeah. dropped a touchdown the last time he was there. Just saying, there might be a revenge factor. Right now, Chris Rodriguez leading the SEC in rushing, top five nationally, I believe. Yeah. Um, and still not get enough love. Would be real sh- – you'd love to see him have one of those. Oh, Georgia's defense has stopped everybody this year except the guy from their own backyard, Christopher <laughs> Rodriguez Jr. You know who can benefit from Saturday? Amar Stewart. <laughs> and John Sumrall. And John yeah. Sumrall <laughs> recruiting the Atlanta area, mm-hmm. Atlanta Metro. Absolutely. Would love to see it. Would yeah. love to see you down in Athens. If you are, come say hey. There'll be, we'll be. I don't know who's exactly going to be there. I do know Luckett now. We, we've, we <laughs> Sounds least, like I'm there. I don't know where I'm sleeping or how I'm getting there. But. our seat reserved. We have our place to stay. You all are still looking for all of those. Yep. Um, but, hey. And I might need a ride to Nashville uh, Sunday morning <laughs> if anyone is listening. It's going to be fun either way. <laughs> well, some random person. Yeah, I'll hop in. If you're driving from Athens to Atlanta to Nashville Sunday morning, call me. A family of seven. I'm in. I'm in. I might smell funny, but I'm in. Oh, in man. a minivan, <laughs> Drew beside the car seat. <laughs> oh, man, this Let's has been it. fun. Let's have a weekend, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the KSR Football Podcast. The peep, the technique. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.